This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. We're only a few days away from the presidential election, and we have not yet dis- discussed the horse race aspects of this. So it's time, giddy up, to tell us what's going on there and which side seems to be ahead. We're joined by our friend Guy Benson. He's the townhall.com political editor. He's also a Fox News contributor and author of End of Discussion. Mr. Benson, great to have you. Hello, Buck. How are you? Good, good, good. So, uh, home stretch. any way you slice it, this race is tightening. You wrote this, uh, what was it, yesterday, the day before. Uh, tell us, this is on townhall.com. How is the race looking right now? Is this thing actually getting closer with each passing day? Yeah, it's definitely getting closer. There's no denying that. Uh, but I still think that Hillary Clinton is the clear favorite to win. Does that mean that Trump has no chance? No. Uh, In fact, I have a piece out this morning at townhall.com explaining how he could win. It would be a combination of factors. And the math, at least electorally, is relatively straightforward. What Trump needs to do is win every Romney state. He is currently leading in the polling average in every Romney state except for North Carolina depending on which poll you look at. North Carolina has had a couple good polls for him in the last couple days. Um, So that one's sort of a razor's edge. But Hillary Clinton has led for about a month in North Carolina. That's a state that is very important to keep an eye on for Trump. But if he can lock down all the Romney states and then add Florida, Ohio, and Iowa, he leads in all of those states just barely in the real clear politics polling average, talking within two points. I think two of those states are within less than a point, uh, especially with the new polls that just came out from CNN. So razor thin in Florida, Ohio, and Iowa. But let's say he takes those and puts those on top of all the Romney states. Then he's in a position where he has to win one big blue state, uh, sort of an electoral vote rich blue state, or a combination of a couple smaller blue states. And so that's kind of Hillary's firewall, if you will. And there are a couple polls out today, one from Monmouth, one from Marquette, that show Clinton's lead in Pennsylvania shrinking to four points, but that's still four points. That's still a significant lead in Pennsylvania, which has really been a state where people keep waiting for Trump to break through. And he really hasn't fully been able to, at least in the polling, And then people started to turn over towards Wisconsin, saying, well, maybe Pennsylvania is gone, but maybe Wisconsin, there's a chance there with 10 electoral votes uh, at stake. 
And a new poll just came out from Marquette University. That's sort of the gold standard poll in the state. And it put Clinton up by six points. So, I mean, it's it's still a difficult path ahead for Donald Trump looking at the electoral map. You could conceivably say, well, Nevada, the CNN poll that just came out has him slightly ahead in Nevada, although there are some politicos there throwing cold water on some of the internals. But still, let's just take the top lines. Let's say Trump were to win Nevada. Then he would need, again, with all those other states in hand, hypothetically, he would still need one more. He'd be at 265 electoral votes at that point. And so do you look at Wisconsin, where he's down six? Do you look at Pennsylvania, where he's down four or more? Do you look at New Hampshire? A couple polls have showed that one tied. Let's say he were to win New Hampshire. Then it's 269-269. And then there's also this outside factor as well, Buck, that people sometimes lose sight of, which is there are two states where the electoral votes are apportioned based on the victor in each congressional district. So that's Nebraska and Maine. Trump has been surprisingly strong in one of Maine's electoral districts, congressional districts, where he could potentially pick up one electoral vote. If he won that with this other map that I was just talking about, he would hit exactly 270. But there's also Nebraska, where Hillary Clinton has run pretty strong in one of those swing districts where she has a decent chance of uh, picking off an electoral vote there, which would put it back at 269-269. But again, I think that at the moment, I can be persuaded, uh, you know, that Trump could get to 259 electoral votes. Like I think that the polling shows that that is not an unreasonable position for him to say that that's plausible, 259. I'm just struggling to figure out where he would patch together the next, you know, 11 electoral votes that he would need with some combination of either straight up Pennsylvania or some combination of Wisconsin, Colorado, Nevada, New Hampshire, which are all nominally swing states, but appear to be, you know, tough sledding for him right now still. I've heard some people say, and I wouldn't I wouldn't cite this as the conventional wisdom because you may dump a bucket of water on her right now, and I want to ask you if that's what you want to do, but that we'll, we'll, we might know if this thing is all over as soon as the sort of the polls in the eastern, eastern time zone close. Uh, we could theoretically know it's all over because if Trump loses – Florida, where I think I've seen some polls showing him ahead there, but I know that's back. If Trump loses Florida and Pennsylvania, this thing is more or less over. You agree with that or you think there are some outliers where actually that's not the case? Oh, yeah. No, if Trump loses Florida, it's over. It's over. right? Yeah. Now, in the yeah, in the real clear politics average right now, Trump has a one point lead um, in Florida. And there are some indicators in the early voting that are promising. Republicans are overperforming compared to 2012 um, in the early vote and absentee ballot numbers. So that's a good sign in Florida for him. Ohio, again, very close in Ohio and Iowa, but those are states where the early voting looks improved for Republicans. But then there's, you know, North Carolina, where. Black turnout is, I think, a worry for Democrats, but overall, the early voting trends don't look too bad 
for the Democrats. I think that'll. I, I think North Carolina is a really, really important state to keep an eye on uh, on the East Coast on election night. Well, what's because, the Trump uh, strategy Florida, to make sure that goes? You know, that goes red instead of blue. Or is there a Trump strategy to make sure that goes red instead of blue? Well, Trump's spending a lot of his time right now in places like Michigan and Wisconsin, uh, even New Mexico, he's spending time in blue states because he recognizes he has to pick off a blue state, at least one blue state somewhere. And North Carolina was a red state for Mitt Romney after Barack Obama won it in 2008. So it's been one of the swingier of the swing states in the last couple cycles, North Carolina has. Um, And I guess, you know, Trump only has so much time, uh, you know, in the last six days here. And I and the calculation that appears that they've made is to spend their time in blue states, hoping that the red states will all sort of come home, so to speak. Now, meanwhile, Democrats are definitely spending a lot of time in North Carolina. The president is going to go down there. He's I think the Democrats are jittery about black voters and their turnout. Um, So, again, going back to your question, though, if Florida is Hillary's, then the election is over. If North Carolina goes to Hillary, then we're looking at a very difficult path, again, for Donald Trump. Because if you take all the states, again, all the Romney states, plus Iowa, Florida, Ohio, but subtract out New Hampshire, then you're at 244 electoral votes. And and you're really casting about where you are well shy of the 270 that you need. And you need to, at that point, you know, win, let's say, you know, a Michigan plus a Wisconsin or, you know, a Wisconsin plus, you know, Nevada. I'm just sort of spitballing here. Plus one more, Colorado, and then, a, and then one of Maine's votes. I mean, if, if you don't win North Carolina and you're Trump, even if you have Florida and Ohio and Iowa in your back pocket, although Iowa won't be till the central time zone. But if you've won Ohio and Florida on the eastern uh, time zone on election night, but North Carolina is not going your way, the path to 270 is exceptionally difficult. So case closed without Florida, really, really problematic without North Carolina. Uh, And I would also say that the Senate races in North Carolina and New Hampshire in particular will be early bellwethers um, for the rest of the map in terms of the U.S. Senate. If Pat Toomey were to win, let's say, in Pennsylvania, I think that bodes very well for Republicans across the board for the rest of the night. If, let's say, uh, Richard Burr and or Kelly Ayotte lose in North Carolina and New Hampshire, and let's say Marco Rubio is struggling or, you know, really neck and neck, and it's a worry, it's a nail-biter in Florida, I think that that uh, bodes poorly for Republicans. So I think, I think we'll know quite a lot about the way this race is going to go when the networks start calling these races for uh, either Trump or Clinton down the eastern seaboard. And again, just to reiterate, uh, for your listeners, states that are literally on the eastern seaboard to pay very close attention to for the Senate are New Hampshire and North Carolina. And for the presidency, I would say North Carolina and Florida. 
Guys, we're talking to Guy Benson. He is the politics editor at townhall.com. He also is a Fox News contributor. Uh, Guy, one more before we let you get back to uh, covering all the things going on with this race, and that's just the the control of the Senate. You mentioned a couple Senate races. I know you've got a piece up on Town Hall where you're looking at this state by state. Uh, How is it looking for control of the Senate? Awfully, awfully close. So I've run a bunch of different scenarios, and I keep coming back to a 50-50 tie in the Senate. Now, I'm not saying that that's my prediction or that's exactly what's going to happen, but if you look at the polling, that is a very plausible outcome because Republicans have the tougher map to defend this time. Uh, That will flip again in 2018 where Democrats have a gruesome map to try to defend. But uh, in order to win back the Senate, the Democrats need to net four Senate seats, assuming Hillary Clinton wins. Let's say Hillary Clinton wins the presidency. The Democrats need to get it to 50-50, and then Tim Kaine would uh, you know, break the tie uh, at least for a year, because then there'd be a special election in Virginia next year to replace him. But setting that to the side, looking at the here and now, uh, there are you know, a handful of crucial races. Right now, I would say that the Democrats have um, only one locked-in pickup, which is surprising. I would say even a couple weeks ago, folks were saying that there were two or three locked-in pickups, but those look more in doubt than ever. I think Illinois is where the Democrats are poised to defeat Mark Kirk and pick up that seat. So they're they're plus one there. They need three more. Wisconsin has been a really uh, tough race for Republicans for this entire cycle. Russ Feingold uh, beating Ron Johnson pretty handily in most polling, but that has closed significantly in the last couple of weeks, both parties putting millions of new dollars into that race, which I think is a strong indicator. And then that Marquette University poll that I just mentioned showing Hillary Clinton leading Donald Trump in Wisconsin by six points that came out literally uh, half an hour ago, I think at this point, uh, shows Ron Johnson 45-44, just neck and neck with Russ Feingold. So If Russ Feingold, the Democrat, pulls that out, then they're at plus two. I would still say Feingold is the favorite in Wisconsin, although Johnson is surging. In Indiana, Evan Bayh had a big war chest and a 20-point lead, according to internal polls, when he jumped into the race. Uh, He has just been battered by one horrific headline after another in Indiana. That race is now tied with the momentum behind the Republican Todd Young in Indiana. So let's say Bayh is let's say he hangs on and only got about 60 seconds guy sorry democrats are then plus three they would need one more than new hampshire's a good possibility pennsylvania maybe north carolina maybe missouri republicans have an outside chance of picking up not that outside they have a chance of picking up nevada but boy i think it's getting awfully close every single vote matters in these states guy benson is a politics editor at townhall.com and a fox news contributor guy great to have you talk to you soon Thanks, Buck. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. 
If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.